So hello to everyone. Um, I'm here to talk about uh, technology. Uh, shipping finance is a hard issue to tackle with. So uh, I'm here just to talk about technology and the topic of information management. So many of you uh, may be thinking of um, what is this about and how does this relate to me. And uh, I really hope that uh, by the end of the, this session, I think you will all know what this is about and how important it is. So uh, let me start with the uh, easy things and the things that we all agree that uh, interest is interesting times are ahead. We have uh, 50 billion of uh, IoT connected devices. We have uh, 1.9 billion of smartphones and uh, 4 billion of uh, internet uh, population. And of course, uh, shipping could not be left out from this transformation. And we see lots of uh, shipping-related activities, adopting digital technologies, uh, and we see solutions relevant to uh, smart ships, big data analytics, uh, autonomous systems, uh, etc. So uh, when we talk about digital transformation, uh, we definitely talk about uh, IoT. And the IoT will generate tremendous value in all aspects of the value chain and business innovation accounting for 14.4 trillion US dollars. So now uh, to our topic, let me just uh, okay. Let me just go back. So uh, now going into our topic, I mean, uh, what we need to understand is that, uh, especially in shipping, it has always been uh, a struggle to gain access to data. We wanted data. And uh, now that we do have data, either from uh, vessels or onshore or from our customers in the market, what do we actually do with it? I'm sure that all of you, um, you would want to deliver operational excellence in your organizations. You all want to transform your organizations, adopting emerging technologies, and uh, you all want to innovate, to outperform competition. And data is the primary uh, element in doing so. Uh, two of my favorite quotes relevant to this topic is, uh, 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 is, is, is these ones. I mean, data is like a crude oil that must be refined for its real value to be shined brightly. But most importantly, is that every two years we produce so many data that we have ever produced in history. So uh, I'm definite that uh, all of you and all your companies are flooded with, with data. Some uh, codes that we have been uh, collecting through the different projects that we do relevant to, to data analytics is that uh, business users spend more time in searching, cleaning, assembling data than actually analyzing and interpreting data. We have seen business users that uh, they do not trust their own data. So the ability to leverage on analytics on historical data is limited. So where do we, do we end with this poor data quality? Lack of trust by business users and Easily, we can understand management decision 
expensive because you have to maintain this data. You have to clean, maintain, and store, and have available. The time to value of any projects that you run relevant to data analytics is too long because once you start a data analytics project, then you hit the wall of the quality of your data. And of course, the ones that they trust their data, their decision making is quite poor. It is amazing that we have seen that 50 to 90% of the cost of analytics projects is spent in cleaning data. And this is a number that we can confirm it's happening. So we have seen business intelligence professionals find themselves spending large portion of their time fixing data rather than driving insights from data. Because we have inconsistent, duplicate, irrelevant, incomplete, and outdated data. So what we urge each organization is to take the data cleansing journey to assess the current situation, to profile data, identify the data that is coming into the organization, clean them, monitor the data quality, and of course, then perform the advanced analytics, not the other way around. We have seen many organizations to investing in uh, nice, fancy data analytics softwares that they produce these nice dashboards and graphics, but uh, in the end, nothing can be produced because the data is not there. And once you do this, of course, you have to establish a, a data governance framework because it's not only once, it is a continuous effort. And this is not done by a small team in the organization. This has to be uh, a culture change within the organization. You need to establish this uh, uh, change management, this attitude towards keeping your data clean and highly qualified in order to produce and to proceed into implementing innovative technologies. One of which we would like to uh, demonstrate um, within this, this presentation. It's called robotic process automation. We all remember the, uh, uh, the old times with, um, uh, with uh, screen scrubbing and other models of, of, of automating some process. We are now moving into a more intelligent way of doing uh, robotic process automation. And of course, later on, we can apply artificial intelligence in order to actually apply the, the critical thinking into this process. So what do we believe, and it is a quote from the Lando School of Economics, that the relationship between technology and people has to change in the future for the better. And I think RPA is one of the great tools to enable the change. So what is the robotic process automations? It is a software program. It is a robot. It is a robot that is uh, uh, replicating the human being. And what do we do? It's, it can be in integrated into your existing IT infrastructure, so nothing to be changed on the IT infrastructure. It is a software, and it simulates an employee. What are the key features? You can run this through these desktop automations, in-house 
um, uh, uh, mainframes like uh, your core ERP, enterprise optimization, digital channels, analytics, and of course, the cloud applications that each organization runs. So what are the benefits of RPA? Of course, um, uh, let's just it's saving human efforts because actually you, you will be able to reshuffle your uh, resources into more productive uh, activities. Increased value add talent, so you give incentives and you use your best people doing some more productive and actually you avoid um, uh, routines. Increased agility for transformation. It is, only, it is not just for you to say that you're running a digital transformation project, but actually seeing one. It is reduced errors. This is a software robot. Increased speed of delivery and of course customer satisfaction. So, what is the real value of uh, robotic process automation? It is a low risk investment. It increases the capacity to process uh, to processes, increase consistency, and of course, cost savings. From internal projects, we have seen that you can target up to 60% of the cost saving of a full-time employee. You have accuracy and productivity, and of course, reliability and speed. Now, how you should start identifying which processes should be automated? What you are looking for? Is it time-consuming data-intensive tasks? High repetitive transaction volume? Limited need for human intervention? Perform across multiple systems? Rule-based rather than judgment-based? Simple process, simple process with a high standardization potential. One process that can be performed out of office hours and of course, an electronic start and end point. Potential use cases, they can be multiple. Some of them that we have already seen working are in the areas of human resources and the recruitment procedure and the employee onboarding. One of them and the big of them is uh, the financial and accounting, which is handling and processing invoices and payments and the reconciliation process. And of course, the system's integration and the massive imports and exports of data. So what Bill Gates said is that the first rule of any technology is used in business is that automation applied to an efficient process Operation will magnify the efficiency. And the second is that if automation is applied to an inefficient operation, it will magnify the inefficiency. So the approach is to identify and then proceed to process re-engineering and re-optimization. And then of course apply the robotic process automation design and development along with an ongoing mechanism for monitoring. Just going to finish by demonstrating one of the use case, which is uh, the invoice processing. 
depicting the traditional way, which is a high volume, repetitive task and executes by, uh, by uh, full-time employees, high cost, limited to office hours, heavy hard, uh, hard copy management, and prone to humor error. It is important to say that we have seen that personnel in accounting departments spend 65% of their time on manual, low-value processes. So in an RPA world, what is going to happen? We will receive an invoice through an email. Then the bot will recognize this email, will go, fetch the attachment, open the attachment, apply OCR, and then, of course, uh, getting the information requested, and then inputting into your ERP to finish the, this, um, this process. So with automation in invoice processing, the quotes below, we can reduce invoice processing days from 20.8 days to 3.8, and you can handle, you can increase invoices handled from 100 invoices per employee per day to 3,000. Organizations can reduce their invoice processing cost up to 70% through this automation. So this is just a use case that you can consider. Of course, some tools that we use is uh, the SAP Intelligent RPA, which is not restricted to SAP systems, and the UiPath. So I thank you. If you have any questions uh, now or later on, I'd be happy to answer. Thank you. Sincere thanks. Is um, anybody wants to ask any questions from the floor? Anybody? <laughs>